My name is Depasta Shade. I am not Slime Beast. And in this episode of Undercooked Analysis, wait, David doesn't do that voice for Undercooked Analysis. Um, yeah, this is this is just Slime Beast. And in this episode of Undercooked Analysis, uh, Alan Alan falls asleep a couple times, so that should tell you what kind of story we're in for. See if you can pick up on the subtle cues. Uh, see if you can play the home game and figure out. When exactly Alan is sleeping uh, during this recording. And with that, enjoy the show. So so here's an important question. And we really don't like to get political on this show, but I think it's time that we discuss this and get there, uh, get this out in the open. Um, Blue Shoe or Eeny Miny Mo, which one are you into? What the fuck is Blue Shoe? Mm-hmm. If you're trying to choose someone to do something, do you play any money, any mini money mo, or do you play blue shoe? Well, since uh, I don't know no, what, what the fuck nose, blue shoe is, nose goes. Nose goes. What are you guys talking about? Is You've this some kind of bear shoe? Blue shit? shoe, which blue shoe, blue shoe? Who's it? Not you. You all put your feet in. Everyone circles up. It's kind of like a circle jerk. Everyone circles up. You put your feet in, and you uh, point at the feet. Blue shoe, blue shoe. Who's it? Not you. And then that shoe gets taken back. And then uh, both of your feet get out. Then you're out. And the person the person who's left is the person who gets to go. Um, who is it? That sounds a lot like something that a grandfather from the old country would explain. Uh, not something that I would ever be interested in. <laughs> I we me, find out me, who has the blue shoe. What? It's all. It's always nose goes. What is nose goes? You don't know his nose goes. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. I know eeny meeny miny mo. You're going off the beaten path of this crazy basically, bullshit. Basically, basically, nose goes is anytime someone says, "Oh, someone has to do this thing." It's an uns- it's an unspoken version of like any meeny miny mo and stuff like that, where basically everyone puts a finger to their nose, and whoever is the last person to realize nose goes is going on and doesn't have a finger on their nose has to go do it. Huh? Wouldn't that be no nose goes? No, because that name is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I'm hearing here is that we could possibly cut down on redundancy by combining these and make it that, you know, combine blue shoe, combine nose goes, and just have it be that if somebody asks you to do something, you kick them right in the fucking nose. How about that? It's like that uh, clickhole article of, like, this amazing life hack. This woman says she'll do something and then just doesn't. <laughs> Sounds about right. So... In that regard, maybe we shouldn't read the story. Yeah. Okay. Um, Good episode. Good night. Bye. You know, let's let's all just forget this and sleep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I freestyle wrote a joke in my 4 a.m. joke file. Oh. Um, I used to play bass re- for 4 a.m. joke file. 
nothing that's actually a fully formed joke ever really goes into the 4am joke file uh this is uh the longest entry in the 4am joke file let's let's get this out of the way okay just so it's out there in the world you know what they say teach a man to fish and he'll fish for a lifetime he'll only fish Soon his wife will question his sanity and leave him, but they'll all know he was right the day he has a beautiful mermaid bride and he's jamming his cock into her scaly cloaca. Oh, God. They are crazy. They are crazy and have been taking a lot of drugs by the docks. Then you have to explain to them that fish don't really have cloacas, and you get into an argument about the anatomy of fictional creatures, and the next thing you know, you wake up covered in blood. So much blood. But I didn't come here to tell you kids about fish pussy or blacking out and murdering people or where your actual teacher may be. <laughs> where your actual teacher may be. Let's do some multiplication tables, bitches! <laughs> uh, see, that that completely buries what I was going to say. Because when you said 3am joke file, I was thinking of this dream I had recently, but that completely buries it. It, it just basically was... I'll just give you like the short version... And you can tell me if it's anything interesting or not. Uh, okay. I, I dreamt I was watching an episode of Seinfeld. So we're off to a, a rip-roaring start. And George and Jerry are standing at urinals next to each other. And George st- turns and starts pissing on Jerry. Jerry says, you know, oh, What are you doing? You're pissing on me! In his stupid, you know, Jerry Seinfeld voice. And George is incensed. He's like, What? You're, you're too good for my piss? You know, you're too good to be pissed on? Oh, look at you, Mr. Big Comedian. Oh, and he just starts pissing on him more, you know. Like, oh, you're too good for me. You're too good for my piss. Oh, jeez. And, you know, cut to, cut to later in the episode, uh, Jerry gets his revenge by telling all the women in George's apartment complex that he's a serial rapist. Like, so, do you think that... Do you think, <laughs> that, could, do you think that could go in a joke file? Are you... Are you pitching us a lost episode right now? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and then, then a, the closet is open and a, a satanic altar is revealed. But do you think that could go in a, a 3 a.m. joke file? Do you think there's any comedy gold there? Yeah. Depends <laughs> Depends on how good your impression of Julia Louis-Dreyfus is. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway. Yeah, I think you could do a pretty good one. So think, speaking of things that uh, happen when we sleep that we'd rather forget, uh, the story Let's... is called Forget and Sleep, and it's got, got a picture it. of Brad Pitt spooky. holding one of his adopted babies. A kid is the pits. There is a knock on your door. There's a knock on your door. <laughs> you take a step that is new. Suddenly the kisses are hers and hers and his. <laughs> Fish cloaca. <laughs> Fish cloaca. Uh, Mr. Furley lucky. is sure that Jack has a mermaid in the apartment. Anyway, Lucky for you, I'm a fish fucker. <laughs> uh, if you sit there on your couch, comfortable as hell, uh, you have some food on your lap and you're feeling slightly inconvenienced that you have to get up once again. Still, you do so as another knock comes. So already I cannot identify with this uh, narrator in this story. Put some food on your lap. <laughs> if I'm sitting on the couch, I don't need food on my lap. If somebody knocks on the door, I'm pretending I'm not home. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is the wait, living room. Wait. 
<laughs> Continue. This is the living room. You don't have a couch in your bathroom. <laughs> there is a coffee table in the middle that is large, rectangular, and gray. It takes up space, having nothing on it as far as you remember. <sighs> the walls are white. That is the default color, after all. There is nothing on the walls. You were never really one to take pictures. As such, and by default, the white walls are bare, except for the TV that's on, and spouting nonsense, and the windows with the black curtains drawn. You meant to open them earlier today. You must have forgotten. Okay, is this is this a story where the twist is going to be that he's a sim in the default house? No. <laughs> Well, this is uh, this is the problem that you always have in a second-person narrative, where it's always like you're doing this. Immediately, as soon as they describe one thing, you're like, and you may find you're living in a shotgun shack, <laughs> and you may find you're in another part of the world, and you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may ask yourself, where did I contract syphilis? And you may ask yourself, As why the fuck am I... go by Thailand. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> the gray carpet feels unimpressionable beneath your feet, as it always does. You forget it's there most of the time. Such is the way of the human mind. It's the, the gray carpet is not is not easily swayed <laughs> one way or another. It's not up for convincing. Uh you you should never get into a debate with that carpet because you're 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 just wasting your time. And the problem with uh, getting into a debate debate with your carpet is you always have to concede the floor. So. Oh. Uh, good. Oh, Lord. that was that was that was quick. <laughs> Another knock flows through the door. Ugh. God damn it. <laughs> Right, you have someone to greet. With both feet ready to go, you start to make your way to the front of uh, your apartment. Nope. A sound, a sound comes from the bathroom. A ringtone? You must have forgotten your phone again. It's probably the lack of sleep you've been experiencing. The person at the door could wait. They were probably a Jehovah's Witness anyhow. Then again, the person calling you could have been conducting a survey about the satisfactory level you gain from your vacuum. Um, <laughs> and you are satisfied with your vacuum because it keeps your gray, unimpressionable floor uh, happy. In any case, it's a higher chance of being someone you care about. You go to the bathroom and open the door. So, DP, how would you rate your personal satisfaction with your vacuum? <laughs> uh, you're going to rip your deck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pretty happy with it, but I have to clean it out and replace it so much because it starts stinking really quick. Uh-huh. Uh, but you there open... Settings? Yeah, there's high and there's low, and both of them <laughs> will rip your dick off. <laughs> you go to the bathroom and open your door, and you say, this isn't my beautiful wife taking a <laughs> shit on the toilet. <laughs> oh, man. This isn't my beautiful wife taking a shit in the bathtub for some reason. <laughs> the bathtub where also the couch is. That's not <laughs> what she had for dinner. Anyway. There is a knock on your door. There's a knock on your door. 
<laughs> there you stand, in a separate doorway clear across the apartment. You were about to go to bed. Who could that be at this hour? We were about to go to bed. We were sitting on the couch with food. I don't understand. Is this? Is there like a time lapse happening, or...? As this time goes by, don't okay. know what's going on now. <laughs> dead palate, why are you smacking us with these dead fish stories that are like <laughs> these, these millstones around our necks that give us nothing? <laughs> it's like it's like reading an obituary of someone who wasn't very interesting. You, you can't really make fun because it's like there's just nothing there to go with. Ted really liked fishing. Mm. Um. He was he was a member of member of the Rotary Club. Uh, so, is it uh, Alan now, or is it me? Uh, I just read. Fuck. This is your bedroom. There is one black lamp that gives off a blue light pretty much all the time. You can only see the blue painted across the walls since the lights are off. Uh, that's how you like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Your bed looks comfortable right now. Your sheets have a large print of daisies sprawled across them and are rather warm. I feel like this is... Okay, I'm getting kind of worried. Is the person who wrote this specifically writing it to post up to make, like, their ex-girlfriend uh, paranoid? It's like, you have daisies on your bed. <laughs> you have a picture of <laughs> John Stamos by your bedside in a frame. You know, like, very specific. Thank God! You, you were you were you were wearing those uh, leopard print panties that you never wore for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank God, since this room is always cold, it is the only cold one too. Well, the ceiling fan is always on, so there you go. Ooh, you see a yellow glow uh, out of the corner of your UCA? eye. UCA. UCA. Oh is, shit! Aw, damn! They dropped. Oh shit! They dropped the we name. We said the name the of story. it. It is, the, it is the display light on the bottom of your computer's monitor, signaling standby mode. It's been that way for the longest time. Regardless, you can't bring yourself to miss the disgusting pictures, the drama, or the stupid stories told around a monitor's eye-raping light? What is this story? Because <laughs> when I think of the small, small, little what? glowing light in the middle of a black room, I think... Man, that's really raping my eye. I was going to say earlier when it was the thing about you don't want to get up and you're paranoid about answering the door and you're paranoid about answering the phone. I was going to say this sounds like just some, you know, keyboard warrior SJW on Twitter who's like, for all I know at the door, it could be someone waiting to rape me with their eyes. You know, I was going <laughs> to I was going to make that joke like this person's a shut in just on the computer and on their phone. But and now there it is right there. You move yeah, over and turn it a, off. A, sh a shut-in in their house, just like you. Ah, damn. Wait a minute. Maybe turned this it is on about you. Me. You move over and turn it off, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just as you're about to yawn, you hear another knock at the door. Whoever it is, they are persistent. Your stomach growls. Right, you're hungry. Thank God your stomach is persistent. Oh. 
Uh, this paragraph is persistent. The story is persistent. You end up yawning because that yawn was persistent. Mm. You figure the person you must must be a dear friend if they're bothering to come this late and are this persistent. <laughs> Friends always do that. Act persistently and all. You turn around and move out of the hallway, into the hallway, very persistently. Oh. You grab your purse. <laughs> all right, everybody. One more time. There's a knock at your door. There's a knock at your door. <laughs> See, you're very you're very optimistic thinking that's the one more time. <laughs> there you stand, having just turned around in the shower to rinse soap from the front of your body. You had already rinsed off your back. You cannot simply abandon cleanliness now. In the, in these in these desperate trying times, you can't abandon cleanliness. <laughs> Cleanliness is truly our only currency in this post-apocalyptic world. In, in, in the uh, troubling times of someone knocking on your door when it's late at night, can't simply abandon cleanliness. I like to think there was an apocalyptic event, and now there's just roving gangs of, like, ding-dong ditchers, you know? This is your bathroom. I, th I think, I think oh. you cut out there for a second. Oh, sorry. It was random bullshit that wasn't funny. This is your bathroom. It is about as remarkably white as your living room, save the two gray doors leading to your living room and bedroom. Between you and the rest of the room is an equally bright shower curtain. When you are done being cleansed, you drag it aside and behold a perfectly normal room. Even the mirror is foggy, just like every other time you've taken a shower. Is something going to happen? Well... It's setting up something where it's going to be surprised. You're not actually. It's not actually what you thought it was. And it's like I don't even really. I you, we probably could figure it out if we pieced it together. But it's like, nah. Uh, you glance at it briefly. Yes, that is you there. Your your position correlates with what you see in the mirror. Jesus Christ! So it's only logical for you to be in the mirror, seeing yourself, seeing yourself in the mirror, despite all the smudges on it. Very consistently. Incorrectly. Hmm? <laughs> All of that you do very persistently. Yeah. There's just ass cheek smudges all over the mirror. You take a white towel and dry off, then wrap it around your hips. You hear your phone go off in the living room. When you move toward the door, you hear the typical new message alert of the instant messenger that you use come barreling through your computer's speakers. Barreling through. Then there is another knock on the farthest door at the front of the apartment. You look in its general direction, ignoring the fogginess of the mirror and the whiteness of the wall in the way. The person who wrote this is confusing describing everything with building tension. If I just keep describing things, the tension will build. I mean, I, I feel like we're being set up for a twist where it's going to be like, you know, where it says, there, you know, it's just like every other day, blah, blah, blah. And you're going to find out, oh, it's in a video game where it's, you know, constantly resetting. Or, oh, it's, you know, just like every day, but yet he's actually in, a, you know, some simulated alien zoo or whatever. You know, like, it just seems... I was, I was thinking simulated alien zoo. That was my theory, too. I mean, there's knocking on things. Maybe it's, you know, people tapping on the glass. <laughs> With their glip glorps. Yeah, um, their glip Whose turn is it to read? Uh, yours. I, you. UCA. Uh, you continue on the door to the door to the living room and open it. 
<laughs> you <laughs> you come in the front door. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I got a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> and see the long stretch of a hallway that leads to your living room and kitchen. The door closes behind you. By the way, that's why I was kicked out of the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> you come in the front door. There is a knock on your door. Oh! There's a knock on your door. There's I, a knock on your yeah. door. You, you take a step and you fucking shoot yourself. You okay, feel the David, faintest... David, David, obviously future David. Oh, no. You need, you need to mash up. There's a knock on the door with... Um, Clarissa explains it all. all theme. Please. Fucking hell. Please. Uh, You feel the faintest feeling that you should not answer it or even turn around. You just got home, damn it. Who was on your heels so hot that they could be bothered? Hot damn. (sighs) You just got hot. Hot damn. (laughs) Who was on your heels so hot that they could be bothered to bother you so soon after you arrive in your haven. In your haven? In your raven, Simone. Mash up the theme to That's So Raven with Clarissa Explains It All and the theme from Three's Company. Uh, who, Who would bother to bother you when you arrived at your haven and then you open the door and it's Maven? And he's just like, hey... Me, Maven. Remember when I was a wrestler? Mm. Oh, yeah. God. Ma- Maven's dropkick. Uh, yep, you had one of those. Uh, you turn around. Your previous annoyance turns to anger. The door before you is red, and the knob and has a black knob. You don't remember it being red. You must. It must have been lack of sleep. Suddenly, you feel tired. As you're about to yawn, your phone goes off. Your phone is very persistent. You take out your, uh, take it out of your right pocket and flip it open. You, when you hold it up to your ear, you hear a faint, concerned voice. This is just aping the shit out of um, psychosis without, without, while missing what people like about psychosis. Your phone is very persistent. It fills you with determination. <laughs> Oh God! Never, never ask me to read one of these again. <laughs> and that was the last time that Slime Beast ever came on Undercooked Analysis. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but it's the last time I appeared on the show. <laughs> Hell. Uh... Be here all week. Uh-oh. Nope. <laughs> Are you the okay? Are you okay? What happened? You seem distracted. You aren't going to do something rash, are you? The knob catches your eye. You reach for it with your free hand. You trip and the knob catches your eye. <laughs> uh, and thus you invented... Uh, I don't know, what, what what sex act would that be where you just jam your own eye onto someone's knob? Ocular knobbing. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a Metal Gear character to me. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Snake. Dude, this chick, gonna, I don't, I don't know what to do. She's, in, she's into ocular nabbing. <laughs> oh, man. See, see, this is why I, I really wish I had a chance with Uma Thurman. 
Because most girls, if you're really nice, they'll give you oral or they'll give you anal, but she can give you nasal with that big schnoz on her. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you have a great chance with her, especially if you use that as a pickup line. Hey, Hi there. Baby. Can I fuck your nose? <laughs> Can I fuck your nose? And then she has to touch her finger to her nose before everybody else does, or she has to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, boy. It's like, I promise I won't come inside. I understand how much that would hurt. It, uh, yes. Isn't it my turn? Yep. Oh, yeah. Suddenly, it has yanked off its hinges and flies away from you. Stripped of its decorative wood that used to make up the doorway, fly away with it and crash against the floor, creating an odd acoustic tune that with the timing and harshness of <sighs> the conflict. contact. Aflac. Aflac. I... The rest simply falls to your feet. You look straight into the bum, bum, bum. ellipses. It's it's Gilbert Gottfried. You look straight into the ellipses. <laughs> if you look, if you stare long and hard enough into the ellipses, the ellipses will stare back. Oh man. Well, you can't call it a room. You also don't call it a comeback. Hmm. Uh, it is outside and vast in its darkness. You can't. You can't you cast call it magic a, you, missile at the dark. <laughs> you can't call it a comeback if you've been persistent the whole time. That's true, right? Though there is one dimly lit area not too far from where the door was. Where the door is right now is right under the lit area. It gives everything there a reed reedish glow. <laughs> I want. I want to imagine a dish. A redish glow. Yeah. I want to. I want to imagine what it would be like if our narrator was writing a police report. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> like uh, someone mugs you, and it's just like, the mugger came up to me and was and 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 took my stuff. They started walking away, and I watched them as they they started to trail off into the distance under one street light. Then after that, they were under the other street light. <laughs> They looked back as I was calling 911, and they started flipping me off. They then made it to the third street light furthest away from me. They were very persistent in wanting to get away with my purse. <laughs> oh, man. I, I like how we established that this was a guy writing the report, but he does have a purse. <laughs> yeah. it, gives, it gives everything there a reddish glow, including something that is suspended right above it. You attempt to make out what it is, but to no avail... You move forward cautiously. Slowly, you, the thing that is suspended in the air steadily becomes clearer. You the start to re thing... you, you start to realize it's not night at all, and what you're actually looking at is the sun. <laughs> <laughs> this is an entire creepypasta about someone who stared into the sun. He was watching the 2017 eclipse. Uh, oh man. Well, the thing that is suspended. Yep. That's Slowly actually what thing... it says. People think uh, Alan fucked that up. It actually says "spus bus bus suspended." It says it right on the screen. I can vouch for that. The thing that is suspended in the air steadily becomes clearer. The first thing you notice is that a rope is holding it up. The second thing you notice is that whatever is being suspended is human-shaped. You glance back to the doorway you came through. It is still there. 
its contents still putting off a white glow. I think we all know what this is. It's a rope-suspended, human-shaped cheese. Yes. I think we can all determine that. It starts to become clear that whatever this thing, this red object is, is suspended by a rope. A rope is tied to a clown. That clown is Pennywise. No! Oh, shit. You continue moving forward as you move closer to an ideal... Oh, fucking hell. Okay. Uh, I, I really wish David was here for this because he needs to do this in his Dungeons & Dragons uh, DM voice. All right, Slime Beast, that's a natural 20. You succeed in contacting future David. You continue moving forward as you move closer to an ideal position for beholding the sight. Despite the foggy red light, you realize that the thing seems familiar. That draws you towards it even more. It just sounds like, you know, you are in the ideal position to behold the sight. Cut me out of this entire episode and cut yourself in for everything I've had to read. Uh, and remix cut, cut. remix me with the Clarissa Explains It All theme. <laughs> just, but, like but just doing this. The entire episode, don't add in you reading any of the rest of the story. And notice that it still makes about the same amount of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Mix What's me the with the Clarissa Explains It All theme for throughout the entire episode, underlaid under our reading, but it's just me going, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Just loop that and mix it with Clarissa the, Explains It All. What's the name of the main character from The Big Bang Theory? Uh, Todd. Uh, is this the guy? Is this is this him? <laughs> You mean, uh, is which the Bazinga dude? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sheldon, which I'm ashamed to know. Uh, probably. Is, is this is this that guy? Yeah, With I the mean, way he says everything. I mean, I always you feel like you need to get in a closer ideal position to behold the sight. I always feel like Mr. Creepypasta reminds me of Leonard from The Big Bang Theory. Um, when he reads stuff, he always feels like he's gonna say Penny, but um, yeah, I mean, this would. This would be like something that they would write on an episode about Creepypasta, where they're like, you know, what are geeks like now? Creepypasta, let's make an episode of our show that doesn't pay any tribute to anything that actually goes on in the genre or understand it, but, you know, we'll just write one. We'll have Sheldon write one, and it'll be funny. That's exactly <laughs> what it seems like. Oh, the moment the red light touches you. You see two blue lights appear where its head presumably is. Uh, this is the this worst children's song. <laughs> uh, red light, red light, where are you? Blue lights, blue lights, two of them too. Um, the arms come to life and quickly extend towards you. You jump back but the hands wrap around your head, cover over your eyes. You hear it whisper, Bazinga. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> what do you think you're doing up there? Uh, what do you think you're doing up there? Uh, so that's going to be okay. Can we just? I I know I'm probably talking too much, but no, it's fine. Can we acknowledge the fact that the catchphrase? of this story, like you shouldn't have done that and go to sleep is going to be what do you think you're doing up there? 
which is like yeah. like a creepypasta dad uh, coming out and finding you up on the shed out in the back. What the Sam hell do you think you're doing up there? Anyway. Oh, we're almost done. Cool. Yep. Um... You feel your feet leave the ground as you are drawn towards the thing. Basking in the red light, it apparently wished to share. Your breathing does not quicken, not even when one hand leaves your face, letting you see with one eye both those bright white eyes. The hand still on you drops down to your neck, holding you up comfortably by itself. You see the other bring up a knife. It lingers between your two sets of eyes as the whisper echoes in your head, making thought inconceivably difficult. I like to think you just have two sets of eyes. So yes. I I don't think we've read something that is this inane and boring since uh, the circus one we read. I thought you were going to say since the last one we read just before this. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly. Well, I is is this me now or? Uh, sure. Oh, I don't know. Uh, okay. Suddenly, you sense that something has been cut. You are falling with the thing that holds you. Both of your bodies collide with a crash through the door below. Hmm. Very surreal. So, Dave you... Matthews. Uh, anybody crash into me? No. Nobody can do a Dave Matthews impression. Okay. Hello, me. I'm Dave Matthews. <laughs> Hey, I'm Dave Matthews. Why don't you get a loot crate? Uh, get a Dave Matthew box. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. You find yourself on the bed, sitting... <laughs> Place it in the loot crate until a quieter time. Sitting upright and gasping for air, everything is dark save the dim red light coming through the window. You notice the glass isn't where it's supposed to be. When you try to move across your sheets, you cut your foot. The blood matches the light. What the fuck is going on, people? Uh, I mean, we could we could make some theories, but I mean, that would make us no better than uh, you know who. The yeah, terrorists. David. Oh, David, yeah. <laughs> I always wondered about David. Did you hear that time, one time before we were recording, uh, when in the background you could just hear him say, Allah Akbar! I always wondered right. about that. That happened. Anyway. <laughs> is, is this it? Yeah. Is that, mm -hmm. nothing. Numerous glass... <laughs> This is the paragraph where it's all explained and it yep. all makes sense. <laughs> Numerous glass shards fall from your sheets as you leave them and stand straight up in your room. The air is still, stale, cold, and hard to breathe. There is something else there, sharing the air. You're sure of it. You run towards the window and jump out, roughly landing on the ground. That hardly stops you. You get up and briefly glance back at the to the apartment. Then resume running. <laughs> <laughs> you do not think of stopping. Daylight will come soon. Okay. So 
vampire? I'm going to say I think that it was secretly a lost episode of the Big Bang Theory. Yes. Bazinga. Bazinga. The lost episode where Sheldon accidentally says Bazinga and nobody caught it. That's the only reason they never aired it. Well, I feel like um, daylight will be coming soon, and the fact that you fell out a window and survived means that you're a vampire now? Is that... Am I... Uh, Man. I don't understand. Maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. This was confusing and not good. Let's find. Let's look at who wrote this. Maybe the uh, username will be like Vampire Lover six 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 or something. No, Story Chair. Hmm. Story uh, Chair is our author, so I think we became a chair. Can we address the image related to the story that has nothing to do with the story? Yeah. Yes. Of like a guy with blacked out eyes and a kid with blacked out eyes, a little like baby with blacked out eyes, toddler. Can we acknowledge that it's Baby Baraka? It is Baby Baraka. Yeah. Hashtag baby Baraka. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I want in the comments people to explain what happened in the story. Yeah. Nah, they're not going to do that. Clearly clearly we're too stupid. Too too stoopy. (laughs) Too stupid dot com? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Damn, I mean, I checked out the profile of the author and the their talk page and their blog. I don't understand it. Maybe maybe we're too stupid to understand it. Yeah. Like you say. Weird. Uh, yeah, just just weird. Just weird. It's just weird.com. Go the visit story, it. It's a weird out of weird. The, sto- the story gets a red light out of two blue lights. Maybe this actually is like one of those uh, theory pastas about that song Roxanne. What do you think? She put on the red uh, light, and now you're walking oh the streets God. for money. Damn it. The morning will be here soon. <laughs> Daylight will come soon. Yeah, you look back at your apartment, but you don't care if it's wrong or if it's right. Of course! It all makes sense now. Okay, so we were just missing the point. Okay. Yeah. So I rate this um, a white wall out of a gray carpet. Personally, uh, I give it a sting out of stang. Put on a sting out of stang. But <laughs> <laughs> stinger, um, yeah, there's. <laughs> There's nothing really good to say. I mean, it's like another thing where it's like, it's given us nothing to. Okay, well, we need to make sure that the next time we invite you on, we get something that a patron suggests that they yeah. say is good, and hopefully we can find find something worthwhile. I thought that this would have something to it. No, no? it sure didn't. I think that maybe the title of the story is just directions for what to do after you read it. And with that, I guess I should say goodnight. <laughs> yeah. Bin view. Yeah, do the bin view thing. I think we're done here.
<laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian. And I'm Rob. And we're the hosts of Faux Boys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. So, Aaron, what is Doughboys? Doughboys is this podcast hosted by Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell, who are two hilarious comedians, where they talk about chain restaurants every single week. So, wait, what's Faux Boys then? Faux Boys is a podcast hosted by Aaron, Brendan, Brian, and Rob, four hilarious comedians who talk about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. Are we going to go to the same chain restaurants that the Doughboys are going to? I sure hope so, but if we don't, we're still going to record an episode. Do they have chain restaurants in Canada? <laughs> Some of them. So tune in to Faux Boys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants on BenviewNetwork.com. Every two weeks to listen to Faux Boys, the podcast about the podcast about chain restaurants. Hey, does Feral Audio know we're doing this? This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.